Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Aaron, good to have you back, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. And Charles, once again, what's going on? Hey, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Turn it up, man. Is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and George, once again, what's going on? How are you, brother? Good, man. Uh, Friday, March 6th, uh, Season 2, Episode 10. Got lots of things to talk about, including Record Store Day announcing their full um, release list for April uh, coming up here. We'll talk about some of those releases for Record Store Day. Foo Fighters announced their DC Jam lineup on the 4th of July. New underwater species is named after Metallica. We'll oh. talk about that. That's kind of interesting. Uh, some tour date news. Smashing Pumpkins, Breaking Benjamin um, announced some dates while Green Day cancels some dates in Asia over the coronavirus fears. Uh, Pearl Jam is going to be playing their new album in Dolby Atmos Sound in theaters uh, around the country. And Metallica launching its own vinyl club and more. Uh, this week in music history trivia, 10-second trivia, weekly WTF and more. We actually have our prize closet open here for the month of March. All you got to do is text the word podcast to 68683. Enter to win a pair of tickets for the Circle Jerks 40th anniversary tour with Adolescence and Negative Approach at Strummers in Fresno on May 15th. That's going to be a cool show. Strummersclub.com for more info on that. Uh, all right, this week's Rock Alternative College releases on the Billboard charts. Anything standing out for you guys? Uh, new uh, Body Count. That's Ice-T's Body oh, Count. Yeah. Got a new album, Carnivore. Their first new album in a while. It is pretty heavy. I yeah. listened to one of the tracks yeah. off of it. Is that his wife down there too, Coco Rosie? <laughs> that's a, uh, I know. What's her name, Coco? Yeah, it's yeah Coco. that's right. Uh, anyway, Carolyn Rose, Coco Rosie. Uh, Corner Shop. Corner Shop. Oh, um, Fantagram. I like Fantagram. Oh, yes, Fantagram. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kozilek, he's the guy from Red House Painters. He's yeah. doing something there uh, with Ben Boy and Jim White. Moby's got a new one. Silverstein or Steen. Uh, what's up? That's not. That's different than Silverstein pickups. From yeah. Back. That's Silver, Silver Sun. Sun pickups. Silver, Silver Sun. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Silver Sun pickups. Oh look, the new dog's uh, cousin. Swa- <laughs> Swamp dog. <laughs> Spell with the double G, too. Look at that. <laughs> that group Thick is uh, really cool. That's kind of like a punk punk kind of uh, female-fronted group. Uh, they're called Thick, and they got a new album, Five Years Behind. We're actually going to be playing it on The Garage. Oh, cool. 105.7 uh, on Saturday night, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check it out, 1057thebear.com. You can stream it there. Uh, nice. Check out all that new music. All right, so tour news this week. Kicking it off with some tour news about Foo Fighters. They are playing a 4th of July show. Uh, with Chris Stapleton, Pharrell, The Go-Go's, Band of Horses, also um, Rag Key at uh, 4th of July weekend. Tickets are on sale this Friday at dcjamfest.com. All right. So you can check that out if you guys are interested in that. Um, That's going to be a cool show. Uh, It's kind of a diverse lineup, and I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of these types of shows uh, for election year, like 
Rage Against the Machine announced their big tour. Oh yeah, it seems like during election year. Um, hey, that, do you do you that think, happens a lot? You think that Rage Against the Machine might do uh, aftershock? No, well, because I, mean, I know Metallica is going to be doing both days, right? But yeah, and then My Chemical Romance is Saturday night's headliner now. Okay. So uh, that's kind of what I was hoping, but... Because they're touring with Run the Jewels, and Run the Jewels did Aftershock a couple years ago. Yeah. That would be pretty dope if it Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels played. I know. But, uh, I, I yeah. don't think it's going to happen. Oh. Uh, well, my screen's not working here. I'll have to just show it to you here on the tablet, guys. But okay. uh, we'll move on. Uh, Robert Plant uh, rolls out some U.S. tour dates with his new band, Saving Grace. So Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin is going to be playing some dates in May. Nice. Minneapolis, uh, Milwaukee, Chicago, or Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, it's Which Algonquin. Algonquin. <laughs> well, go ahead, George. Oh, no, uh, please. For the good land. It, the, uh, it is Algonquin right. for the good land. we got to throw that in there. Um, and mostly East Coast dates, so check that out. And speaking of Zeppelin, also Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Evening is the name of his group. Oh. Uh, The drummer's son, of course, John Bonham's son, Jason, he's kind of carrying the torch. Uh, He's going to be doing a thing called 10 Years Gone Tour, uh, which is kind of a cool thing. He's going to be doing 19 dates on this spring run. We're actually going to get a date out here in California, um, San Jose, at the San Jose Civic on May 20th. So if you guys want to check out Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Experience, or evening, it used to be called experience until Jimmy Page sued him. That's right. Oh wow, which is crazy. He doesn't fuck around with that. Um, and he talked about this tour and just kind of like uh, the multimedia that they do on these tours, which is like pretty extensive, I guess, and involved. He talks about that, and uh, I got a quote here of uh, Jason Bonham doing that. So check it out. It's part storyteller uh, with using the multimedia kind of screens and things. We uh, we're creating little pieces. Uh, which I wouldn't narrate over, which gives some little background into certain songs we play and the reason why I'm playing them. The stories of myself growing up with Dad and how Zeppelin has, you know, been part of my life from the beginning. So um, it's, uh, it's a good musical journey. It'll be sad in times. I, I, even on radio yesterday talking about it, there wasn't a dry eye on the house. So there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like an emotional thing. I mean, imagine, mm-hmm. you know, your dad passed away when you were a little-ass kid and... You're kind of going through this emotional journey of playing his music and oh, your yeah. memories of him and all of that. Uh, a friend of mine saw them open for Peter Frampton last year at uh, oh, yeah. one of the casinos. Black Oak. Up the hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had some cell phone footage of uh, the Led Zeppelin evening. And, you know, that's probably the closest thing we're going to get to a reunion. Yeah. The singer was on <clears throat> it. The guitar player and was good fantastic. And, and he's a great drummer. He yeah, really, awesome. really is. That's cool. Yeah, I look forward to seeing them then. Yeah. Um, also, Smashing Pumpkins uh, announced a nine-date Rock Invasion two tour. I don't know about that because there's only about nine dates on there. Uh, yeah. They're all playing music festivals though. So, uh, Kentucky, Milwaukee, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, mostly East Coast dates in April through May. So, if you guys want to check that out, and, and they're it. opening for GNR on some dates out here. Oh, yeah. Wow. That I, I know. And we haven't oh, even. That's right. We haven't even got the official press release on that that yet, but I I hear they're going to be opening for Guns N' Roses on their West Coast tour, so that's that's going to be pretty cool. Do you want to hear a little fun fact about Smashing Pumpkins? Yes. What is it? Well, they can't play during the daytime because William Corrigan um can't come at it, uh, can't come out during the daytime. That's right. Well, on the the latest iPhone, iPhone commercial, we only come out at night. Yeah, that's because yeah. he's a vampire. It is, and he's, he's that's Nosferatu. his song. Yeah, about being Nosferatu. Yeah. Yep. True story. 
True story. It's actually true. Taylor Swift's dad. Uh, <laughs> I know. I thought that was weird. That not weird, but cool. I guess that Apple picked that song. Yeah. For a commercial. Yeah, I remember it from Melancholy. It's kind I almost of thought it was like anti. Billy Corgan or Billy Corgan would be like anti. Establishment, doing that. establishment like, right? Yeah. You know. It's a cool track, though. Maybe he liked the fact that it was a kind of a, yeah. a rarer cut off of that Melancholy album. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool one. The world is a vampire. It, no, that, we've heard that a million times. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to what he's doing, so it honestly it made me a little interested. Yeah. Apple always picks good uh, good artists oh, yeah. for their commercials. They have good curators that figure out, out stuff out. All right, so uh, Breaking Benjamin real quick. This is the last tour news of the week. Uh, massive summer trek for them. Breaking Benjamin front man Ben Burley told us not long ago that he enjoys putting together bills that work well together for him. Uh, check it out. I would never not tour with the band because I necessarily wasn't a fan. Like I feel that they do their thing and we do our thing, but it's great and I'm so thankful that every band that I've toured with, I've liked. And then the political aspect is if they're doing something. So if the band has a product out at the same time you do, you know, it just makes sense to to put it together if the package works. And we're getting a date September 8th in Mountain View uh, at the Shoreline. So oh, all right. check that out. We'll be giving away tickets on the bear for that. Um, all right, Record Store Day. Full list of exclusive releases. Uh, some of the highlights uh, from The Cure, Miles Davis, uh, Dinosaur Jr. Let's go through this list here. We won't touch on everything. A new archival David Bowie release Ooh. featuring nine previously unreleased tracks, mostly nice. acoustic sessions and stuff. That's going to be kind of cool. Fleetwood Mac's <laughs> The Alternate Rumors consists of alternate takes from that album oh, uh, from nice. Rumors, which is kind of cool. Gorillaz oh, going to release the G-sides and D-sides from their first two studio albums. Billie Eilish's Live at Third Man Records. Who's that? Um... Who? Billie yeah, Eilish? Yeah, I'm just joking. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's everywhere. You can't even walk around <laughs> the corner without seeing that lady's face. Uh, Beck, St. Vincent, Miles Davis doing a Rarities from Bitches Brew, which sounds pretty interesting. Uh, Charles Mingus's 1959 album Mingus Ahum Redo will receive its first ever vinyl release, which is kind of cool. U2, bunch of stuff. Their debut single, 11 O'Clock TikTok, will be reissued on vinyl for the first time transparent vinyl and a bunch of b-sides dinosaur jr will release a live album called swedish fish from 1997 Uh, in stockholm i'd love to hear that i'm sure that's pretty cool and i really like swedish fish (laughs) (laughs) the replacements complete in in concerted live from their dead man's pop box set will receive a standalone 3lp vinyl release which is pretty cool if you didn't have the money for that box set uh new order appeal sessions guided Mm -hmm. by voices Vampire and Titus will receive its first repressing since the '90s. Uh, the Kinks, Paul McCartney. Oh. Look at look at this one. Yeah. I thought you would like this, oh, Charles. Yeah, 1984's Dune. Yeah, scored by God. Toto and Brian Eno will be reissued on limited edition spice colored vinyl. Oh wow. yeah. You know, um, you know the designs from that movie. A lot of the designs, the structural designs and stuff like that, were designed by H.R. Giger. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like That's a lot of that. It's, yeah, it's so cool. And yeah, David awesome. Lynch, yeah, it's crazy. They're also doing um, Ennio Morricone's, or Morricone, uh, his soundtracks for The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Fistful oh, nice. of Dollars. Uh, released on vinyl for the first time like since then. So that's kind of cool. Spaghetti Westerns. Lots yeah. of whistling. Uh, yeah, so lots of cool stuff. Spoon, Meat Puppets, they're going to be released. Uh, <laughs> 
special uh, EP. Yeah. You want to go out? You want to step outside? Where's your six shooter? All right. Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Check it out, a new underwater species named after Metallica. Oh, I thought they would call it the thing that should not be. (laughs) (laughs) They found a new uh, species of deep sea crustacean. And named it after Metallica, calling it Forgiven Crab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Well, you know, um, it's Master of Puppets. I think there's a lot of Metallica. No, the, I think on both Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets. Anyway, they do a lot of homages to H.P. Lovecraft uh, uh, monsters and Cthulhu. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Called Gulus. Yeah, right on. Um, that's on Master of Puppets, right? It's called Macro Stylus Metaloka Metallicola. Sorry. Oh, metallic And it's a crustacean type of uh, creature. Tasty. Sounds like a drink. Mm-hmm. A little butter, a little lemon. I think that... It's uh, a worm-like creature paragon. that co- uh, del- dwells in complete darkness. I think they stole that name from a Ball, ball Jack affiliate. <laughs> or Krill Reserve, you know? I yeah. think the... the the, uh, the oh, That species, right. you know? That's it's basically right. like Coca-Cola, but you yeah. add metal. Yeah. Metallicola! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Metallica... They launched their own vinyl club, which is uh, kind of cool. They uh, It's a subscription that you can uh, sign up for through March 31st for a year, and it includes four 7-inch singles and other collectibles over the course of a year. So they're going to release all this stuff. Is so. it a vinyl club or a vinyl club? Vinyl club. club. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Green Day canceling their Asia tour over coronavirus fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to go to Thailand, Philippines, Taipei, Hong Kong, South Korea, and Japan. So those are all the hot spots right now. Yeah. Um, So they canceled it. it. Um, Also, uh, it's Will Ferrell. uh, Well, yeah, we'll get to that. (laughs) Testament, Death Angel, and Exodus also had a tour like in Milan, Italy last week, and they canceled that. Uh, Lots of um, different artists are canceling their tours because of it uh this is cool though yeah will ferrell's doppelganger uh (laughs) drummer chad smith from the chili peppers is going to be honored along with geezer butler at the eighth annual adopt the arts benefit concert on tuesday the 12th um along with shepherd fairy visual artist will be honored for their quote meaningful impact on their culture through music and art and matt sorum will be there slash duff mckagan 
uh, Robert Trujillo, the cult guitarist Billy Duffy, Rob Zombie, they'll all be there. So nice. It's a big event. That's and it's, cool. It's cool, you know, doing some good stuff there. Uh, System of a Down drummer publishing his own comic book. I thought this was interesting. System of a Down drummer John Dolmayan is uh, publishing his own comic book starting in April called Ascensia. Longtime comics fan, he previewed the book for us. I have a, a quote of himself talking about it. Check it out. It's about the choices one would make if given the opportunity to live in a place that keeps you immortal. Like, uh, who would you betray? Who would you screw over? It would test your moral fiber and, and test who you are as a person, make you question everything about yourself. It's a sci-fi uh, epic that I'm putting out as a monthly series. I'm self-publishing it, so I'm very proud of it. That's so, really cool. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting story, right? Yeah. Um, he's been apparently selling comics since the 90s. He was uh, the owner of Torpedo Comics, a high-end shop in Orange, California and Las Vegas. So he's all about the comics. And he recently did a solo album featuring guest stars um, uh, with a bunch of tracks. And uh, Nice. You know, so check it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Rage Against the Machine, or excuse me, uh, Pearl Jam is doing a pretty cool thing for their new album. Uh, Pearl Jam's Gigaton. They're doing this one night only thing in theaters all across the the nation where you can watch it and it has some kind of visual accompaniment as well as the music from the album in Atmos Dolby surround sound. Oh, okay. In a theater. So you can watch that. Two days before the album comes out on the 27th, you can watch it on the 25th if you want to buy tickets for that. And I bet if you walk into that theater, um, you will immediately get um, completely stoned. <laughs> Probably. As soon as you walk in, it's just going to be it. It's like those Grateful Dead ones. The Grateful Dead uh, do those theater shows, and yeah. you go in there, and you, that's all you smell and shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You can hear just uh, beers cracking. <laughs> while the while the movie's going on, but it's a great time. Those oh, are fun, yeah. man. Oh, super fun. I love having uh, you know that type of stuff in the movie theaters. I think it's great. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, Bush uh, released their new album title. I, I thought that was Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Rossdale uh, kind of yeah. looks like Polly Shore, right? Yeah. What's up, buddy? They got a new album called The Kingdom, um, and they released a track called Flowers on a Grave. So that's the first single off that new mm. album going to be coming out from Bush, and this was interesting. Candlebox, the original lineup of Candlebox is going to be reuniting for the 25th anniversary of the band's sophomore album, Lucy. Keep bringing on the 90s. Yeah, they're going to play some shows in Seattle in October, so uh, check it out. Look at Bon Scott, man. Oh, wow. Uh, More than 150,000 people turned out for a parade honoring ACDC's Bon Scott in Perth, Australia. They broke some records. They also um, featured... More than 3,500 people strumming along to Highway to Hell, a record-breaking air guitar performance. Oh, wow. That the Guinness Book of World Records was on hand for. Uh, so, yeah, I guess... Uh, That's awesome. They, they, yeah, Sunday marked 40 years to the day that Bon Scott was buried at Fremantle uh, Cemetery, where his grave is considered a national monument. Wow. Yeah, so big deal, and it was kind of a cool anniversary for him. Um, something that you would see on the high, on your highway to hell is a bunch of people air guitaring on the way. Oh, that, I, thought, I thought you were gonna <laughs> say Fuck yeah, him. right? I thought you were gonna say him. Bon Scott. Yeah, I'm like like him too. The trivia. Singing like he gargles nails. <laughs> Grab me another brewski. Oh yeah. Por favor. Add me another brewski. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's that uh, that vocal talent there. <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually knew I'm a guy. Not trash. 
<laughs> Help! <laughs> I actually knew a guy who saw ACDC back way back when, and he said they were opening for another band, and he uh, he said at the time that they put on such a shitty performance. That he said he, he like almost walked out of it, um, and and then just so that he could just come back and see the headliner. I for, he, I forgot who it was. He said it was headlining, but some somebody huge. What's up with Axl Rose in that situation? What's up with Axl Rose? Yeah. Wait, like his and, voice? No. He, like, wasn't he uh, playing with them for a minute? He filled in for a, while, in for a while after um, Brian Johnson. Uh, I guess his doctor told him, if you tour one more time, you'll, you're going to be completely deaf. But now he's back. He got some kind of hearing uh, uh, things that are going to be oh, in cool. his ears on this upcoming nice. tour that yeah. they're supposedly going to do. So they nice. had like eight or ten dates, and Axl Rose was the stuntman they called in to, yep, yep. to finish. And that yeah. was it. That was that his was only it, uh, huh? involvement. Well, I was thinking there'd be an album, but... I it's know, kind of first... a cool, you know, when they when they did it, it's kind of a cool one-off thing. Like you, you're never well, gonna see that again. Sure. I was like, wow, what a perfect voice to like fill the, in. Like yeah. the people that got. But I don't know how. I don't, I don't think it. It was. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, right. it didn't went, go well, yeah. did it? Yeah. Did no, it, it go did. Well? And the fans loved it. A oh, lot. Did uh, it? I, I'd say like eighty percent of the fans loved it. You know, there were some purists who were like, you know, this is bullshit. But most people really enjoyed it. You know, I like it when they did. They talk shit about it. <laughs> I, like, I like it when he does that. <laughs> All right, let's get to the trivia. Dahlia's not going to join us right now. She's making some tacos, so oh. she may be coming in here with those. Dahlia in a bit. or Nancy? 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 <laughs> All right. This week in music history trivia. This week, March fifth in nineteen sixty, this musician is discharged from the army after two years of service. Was it A. Jimi Hendrix, B. Elvis Presley, or C. Johnny Cash? Mm-hmm. Who do you think mm-hmm. it was? Aaron, we'll start with you. Discharged. Yep. Honorably. Okay. Elvis. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? 
really reach in there, you know, think about it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. I know Elvis was a black belt in, in something. It's called karate, man. <laughs> These guys were all in uh, the army. I'll give you yeah. that hint. They were all, no one up here, it's, it's not a trick. So hmm. all of these guys, it was around this time, all of them got out of the army. So, okay. all right. Well, actually, one of them was not in the army, but another. Another, another form of military, you're correct. Okay. Well, mm. damn it, I George. mean, I'm just saying. You no, know, let's be accurate. No, yeah, that's good. George knows. All right. All right. I'm going George with knows. Sticking with Elvis. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I know that there's a typo. So instead of March 5th, 1960, this musician is discharged from the army. I know it was originally supposed to say March 5th, 1960, this musician had discharge in the <laughs> army. And, and that would be D, a Coke fueled David Crosby. Could be. You could be right, Charles. Good choice. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll keep that wild card choice there. George, what do you think it is? I think it's the king. The king? It's the king. You would be correct. Yeah. Uh, Aaron got it too. Uh, Elvis Presley. Army days. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. There's Come an on, album baby. cover from his. Uh, and Johnny Cash was in the Air Force. He was in the Air Force, mm -hmm. right. I saw his gi at the um, Hard Rock Hotel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Elvis's, huh? Yeah. Did it have like That's barbecue cool. sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On it. I wonder when he got that. Did it say any history on that? Like when he yeah, got to be that I level of black it. belt or something? I forgot, though. But, yeah, he definitely trained in his, I believe, his later years. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. but. All right. Well, I let's, will uh, quote you on that. You, I will. fucking lied. <laughs> will. Bastard. It's, it's been recorded bastard. in podcast yeah. history. That rap bastard. All right. That rap bastard. This week in music history trivia as well, March 4th, 1994, this musician pleads no contest to charges of trying to carry a loaded gun aboard a plane at Los Angeles oh, International man, Airport. Know who this is. He, he's fined <laughs> and placed on one year's probation. Was it A, Ted Nugent, B, Tommy Lee, or C, David Crosby? <laughs> oh, yeah. We know the answer to this. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent? All right. But... I, know uh, I think you know think. the story behind it, uh, I, Charles. weren't you, weren't you there? Or something? I was or? there. Actually, uh, what's really funny is I was the one who convinced him to try to carry his gun. <laughs> wow, really? Oh, your 19, fault. 1994. Well, it was a coke full David Crosby, wasn't a it? A cold day in Los Angeles, and I was right behind David Crosby, and I was smuggling two kilos of cocaine across the border, and I said, I said, David. Uh, hold on to this gun for me. And even before I asked him, he had immediately reached into my pants and pulled out the gun. Wow. I didn't even ask wow. him. I didn't even, he didn't even know I had a gun. He just reached over and <laughs> just grabbed it out of my pants and then took it. And then so he gave you a reach around. Oh. He gave me a, oh, no, it was a, it was a front around. Wow. <laughs> he, he literally, like, wow. as I was, as I was, like, sweating bullets, I looked at him, he turned around with that big old white frosted mustache. And he looked me straight in the eyeballs. <laughs> And he just reached over, and I said, "I said, David, I've got two kilos." And he just reached down in my pants and pulled wow. out the gun. Said, yep. "Say no more." Take this said, one "Say for no the more." Yep. Uh, what do you say, George? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess because I don't know. I think it's Tommy Lee. It, yeah, was, it was Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee. Yep, Tommy Lee on this. Oh, day. that you know. I'm sorry. That other time happened in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> it happened yeah. in 1983. Right. Right. 
Okay. All right. Well, this week it's time for uh, on this day in mu- or on this week in music birthday history trivia. We'll play a song clip here that's ten seconds or less. You have to identify from these clips whose birthday it is we're celebrating this week. Don't always as- as- assume it's the lead singer of the band. It could be any member of the band. So choose wisely. So. This musician was born this week. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second song clip? Your hint number one here is that he studied Frank Zappa, Jimi Hendrix, and Davy Gilmore for hours at a time growing up. Your second hint is that he was born in Queens of Italian heritage. Justin right. Bieber. Justin Bieber is incorrect. Bieberino. Bieberino. <laughs> Bieberino. Ah. <laughs> Taco time. Thank you, babe. Thank you. So, um, what do you I, guys think there? I Does Anthony Kiedis have Anthony a Kiedis? New York accent? Oh, I'm okay on the talk. I already ate dinner. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah. We got some big old juicy hamburgers. Nice. Yeah, we only eat beef like once a month or something. We decided to do it today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The other white meat. Hamburger face's face. Uh, Hamburger man's face. Hamburger man. (laughs) I can't wait for that movie. Have you guys heard of that? The trailer that's out. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah, it's pretty. uh, We'll we'll play it here in a second. Looks pretty good. It's pretty rich. Um. All right. So, what do you guys think? Who was who? Whose birthday is it? It can't be Anthony Kiedis because I know that he didn't study. I think it's Flea. That Flea bag. Um. Frusciante. Oh yeah, it's Flea. Be, you think Flea? Flea Frusciante, yeah. Flea Frusciante. <laughs> Frusciante. It's got to be. Um, it can't be either of them. So maybe it is. No, it's not. It's John <laughs> Frusciante. Uh, his birthday Frusciante. this week. Yeah, fifty years old. Big fifty this week. Nice. March fifth. Sometimes I feel like. Okay. John <laughs> Frusciante. <laughs> and he's back in the band now. Yeah. To the delight of fans worldwide. Nice. Good for him. Uh, Is he the one who uh, jacked up the SNL performance? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Fucked it all up. <laughs> when you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Balljack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his Balljack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. (laughs) All right, next up, birthday movie trivia. Going to play a movie clip here that's 10 seconds or less. You have to identify from the clip whose birthday it is we're celebrating. It could be any voice you hear on the quote. You'll have two hints. So hint number one. Uh, for this actor or actress, they they were an understudy for Gilda Ratner on Saturday Night Live oh, nice. back in the day. And hit number two was born in Toronto of Irish descent. Shelley Long. Uh, no. You are incorrect. Here is the quote. What's the matter, honey? I have a terrible feeling. About what? That we didn't do something. Uh, now you feel that way because we left in such a hurry. 
we took care of everything. Did I turn off the coffee? No, I did. Did you lock up? Yeah. Did you close the garage? I forgot to close the garage. Then. No, that's not it. What else could we be forgetting? Kevin! Yep. It's, uh, God, she's on Beetlejuice. Uh, oh, what's her name? She's amazing. She still looks like she's, like, the same damn age. She's yeah. Like 25 years You know old. who it is? Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. That's right. Yeah, is that her now? I'm telling you. Yeah, she does that's not her. Age. She's a Stone Cold Fox. She does mm-hmm. not age. She's, and she's hilarious. And yeah. she's, the she's in so many funny movies. The singing Christopher voice of movies. in the, um... Nightmare Before Christmas. She's in that oh, nice. new show, uh, Shit's Creek. Yeah. You ever see that one? Uh, oh no, I've never seen Shit's Creek. Creek with Eugene Levy. Yeah, that one's hilarious. Man. I feel like personally, were on, I'm always paddling up there though. They were on SCTV together, which is the Canadian equivalent of Saturday Night Live. That's right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, her she turned 66. Wow, look at that. I mean, she looks pretty good for 66. March 4th. Um, all right, so. Movie uh, TV entertainment news this week. Huh. Uh, a surprise at the box office. Everybody thought The Invisible Man was going to bomb, and it turned out to be the number one movie of the week. Nice. Um, and it blew past the... They were thinking it was going to get $20 million max. It got $29 million on the opening weekend. It only well, had... Going a, up against Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, in its third week, though, Sonic the Hedgehog was number one about uh, three weeks ago. It got like 60... It? Yeah, what? and it blew past what people thought, too. It got wow. like 60-something million. No it was idea. the highest-grossing highest grossing video game film of all time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, a lot of nudity, that's why. <laughs> Is there? Are you kidding? No. You fucking lying, <laughs> Charles. Fucking nudity on Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> anyway, uh, Blumhouse's Invisible Man only had a seven million dollar uh, <laughs> seven million cool dollar budget. Rental. That's why it did so well. Uh, it blew everybody away. It looked kind of a a little scary, I guess. It, it's there was that '90s Invisible Man, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a lot of remakes throughout the years uh, of the Invisible Tons Man. Of them. Yeah, but this one, I guess, uh, you know, it, for whatever reason, did pretty good. The last one was with uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says the global film industry, though, as a whole, is facing a $5 billion loss because of all this shit with uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. The Chinese theaters are closed. Box office revenues are really down. And no no one's filming in areas like Italy and areas where they normally film. What about the Chinese theater in Hollywood, California? (laughs) That's probably uh, up and cracking. (laughs) We're closing down because of the coronavirus. News from around the world uh, this week. Nashville tornadoes. You guys hear about that? That shit's oh, pretty that's, crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, at least 24 dead right now, and they're saying it's one of the worst ones ever. More than 140 buildings were destroyed. It was an EF3, which is, like, the just insane. Um, and the Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman Auditorium were spared, so at least we still have our music halls there. And Governor Bill Lee declared an emergency and sent in the National Guard. So it's pretty intense over there. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, it's horrible. it's crazy in the world everywhere right now with the coronavirus and all kinds of shit mm-hmm. that's going on. So it's just it's nuts, man. Shout out to all those people that are suffering right now. Yeah, you know, our thoughts are with you. Um, this hotel will let you foster a dog during your stay, and you can even adopt it afterwards. Oh, Charlie. It, yeah, right? <laughs> it's called the Home 2 Suites in Hilton in, in Mississippi, and it, you take in a dog uh, with your stay. And a guest can adopt the dog if they choose. And the hotel will foster another animal needing a home. So it frees up a spot and the, the dog's like kind of ready to go. So it's kind of an interesting idea. I love the name of that town, by the way. What's, go ahead and D- say it. Dilberville. 
Dilberville. Dilberville. We're heading on down to Dilberville tonight to get some <laughs> burgers and some soda pop. Do you guys hear about this shit with Apple having to pay this lawsuit? Nope. No, but that's like change to them. Well, yeah, I know, right? Only $500 million and it's for slowing down older iPhones. Like what they were doing was slowing down. Did you ever experience that, Aaron? Yeah, I did. With uh, some of your stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently you can make a claim and you can get uh, only about 25 bucks, they say. <laughs> you, that sounded like you sounded so excited to begin with. I know. Uh, I don't know. I just saw the figure up there, 3500 That's each. the people who are actually filing the lawsuit that, that succeeded in court. The main, main plaintiffs or whatever that are bringing this to court, uh, they're getting that. But well, 25 bucks is about half a gram of some good black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Always on the positive side yeah, there. Dude, I got, uh, remember that brand? Remember that brand of computers back in the day, E-Machines? Yeah. yeah. I had an E-Machines computer. I think they were, like, budget-friendly for, for, like, you know. That's what the ladies the called me for, like, a whole decade. E-Machine? E- E-Machine? Yeah. Look at budget that. Budget-friendly. Look Anyways, at that. Budget-friendly E-Machine. He's an E-Machine. Years later... I've probably been through two other computers by then. I get some, I get a a check for like, it was like nine bucks or some shit from some class action lawsuit with e-machines. Oh man, that's that cool. That apparently they, I was registered <laughs> in it somehow and I, I got a, I got a check. Well, they'll tell you, they'll send you a letter sometimes and they'll say, you don't have to reply to be a part of this lawsuit. We just know mm-hmm. that, you know, so I've gotten, I think I got like 12 bucks one time. <laughs> Good news, guys. NASA reassures that an asteroid's going to miss us next month. Oh, nice. It was first spotted, get this, all the way back in 1998. And they thought at the time, oh, shit, that by the time it gets here, it's going to fucking hit us. Well, it's going to pass, though, with 3.9 million miles of the Earth, so it's nowhere near it. But back then, two decades ago, their projection system was not as good as it is now you know yeah aerosmith was already keying up the musical <laughs> song for armageddon ben affleck was hoping for a sequel check this out guys uh wisconsin police department <laughs> offers to test your test your meth for coronavirus they tried to do this little funny like thing to see if anybody would actually do it and it was a post they made uh where if you they'll test your drugs for free and even yeah. make house calls and we, I'm sure every single one of us in this room has known a tweaker living in this county, <laughs> and I bet you anything that there would be some of them here that would take them up on that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. that's a good idea. I, see oh, yeah. some, I watch that live PD all the time. There's some funny ones, man. Yeah. It's like people calling. I've seen a woman call the cops over the dude that she bought drugs from, took off with her money. Yeah. But she had openly admitted <laughs> to buying it. And yeah, and he stole I gave my him money. money for a 20 bag, and he took off. He's over there. Can you go get him? <laughs> yeah. Get my money back? He's right there looking at us. Get over here, Chitsy. Look at this. <laughs> speaking a llama of, in a tux. Yeah, speaking of crazy shit, this guy dressed up a llama in a tux. Apparently, it was a, a bet that he made her like five years ago. This guy's sister got married, and he said, if you ever get married, I'm going to bring a llama to your wedding. And as his date, yeah, as his date, and so she got married this year, and so he at least put him put her in a dress. <laughs> well, that's kind of creepy. I, I, I kind of like the tuxedo. These guys are progressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're yeah, right. Well, I bet Pete is having a field day right now. <laughs> is that tux uh, vegan? Oh shit! All right, that does it for us this week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Garage Rock Show Podcast. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Peace. See ya.
Peace. Ah. See ya. What do I want to be? By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com